SAFM Sunrise. A vivid start to your day. Seven minutes past eight. John in for Stephen. Good morning to you. It's SAFM Sunrise. Plenty of reaction from that chat with Dr. William Porfu uh, from the Wits Centre of Diversity Studies. And you're more than welcome to give us a call. 086-000-2032. And a voice note on 0614-104-107. Uh, if you want to talk about anything on the show, we've got a little bit of time today, but let's get straight into it. We're talking probably two matriculants and parents of matriculants in a little while, but let's talk to students and about their finances now. Asive Dlanjwa is the South African Union of Students spokesperson. He joins us now to talk about NESFAS and the state of readiness ahead of 2024. Asive, I see you guys sent out a, a very strongly worded press release here. Uh, you, you have some major issues with what is currently happening in that funding system. Uh, good morning, John, and also to your uh, listeners and uh, compliments of the new year. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, we we sent out our press release. Uh, we, we have a few things, obviously, that we are bemoaning. One is just generally the tightness and just how uh, uh, we believe that the, generally the funding system has proven itself to be anti-poor. Why do we say this is that? We have been uh, 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 pleading with the government uh, for years, uh, even preceding uh, the fees must fall and all the way today to say that funding must increase. You would have seen that from year to year, we often would have protested and all because that there's not sufficient funding in the system to be able to cater for the poor and the working class. And then in the middle of that, when we are making some progress, then government decides to cut that 14 billion rand. Now that 14 billion rand will have a massive impact, infecting probably almost 150,000 students who would otherwise not be funded by the system or be defunded by the system. These are children of the poor and the working class. So we see this as an investment to chaos and but also as an investment to poverty uh, for the uh, poor and the working class. So that is the first issue that we have and we believe that uh, 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 under the leadership of Inokodongwana, all the gains of our democratic dispensation and uh, democ- uh, constitutional democracy, as it were, are being reversed. Number one. Number two, uh, we are uh, we, we we have a, a serious challenges with the administration of NSFAS mm. and how it has been administered. You know, I know that from month to month it has been limping along governance-wise and administratively. We've got students that have not received their allowances since May last year. Uh, John, uh, uh, they went throughout the entire year without their allowances. They wrote examinations, final year exam, or rather end year examinations without their allowances. And as far as two days ago says, no, they will try and pay those students before the 15th of January this year. So this is absolutely unacceptable. We have had students that have, we do not condone this, but they've had to turn to crime to be able to sustain themselves between May and the end of the year. Some of them have had to turn to prostitution. Some of them have had to drop out, etc. These are not exceptions. We are talking of over 80,000 students that were affected in the manner in which I am telling you. So these are some of the challenges that we are worried that if we go into 2024 with these issues not being solved, that especially in a year that is within a silly season, if you like, that some of these things can be exploited to render our institutions absolutely 
uh, ungovernable, which it, it does not assist anyone. So these are some of the concerns that we, we have. One of the big issues are ghost students, 158,000 ghost students. It's, it comes to how this money is being paid out and the checks and balances. It, uh, you have a, a stern goat, Enoch Gonaguada, the finance minister, but it's, it's the way the system is being run that's the issue. How do you suggest it gets fixed? A system is not run by aliens. Uh, uh, we set up the systems. So uh, 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 what we can accept as a principle, and that must be the principle, is that we are not going to say that the poor and the working class must suffer because of inefficient systems, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 so is, is it a fact that the steward that the 14 billion rand is coming from those that are, are designated to be poor yes it's a fact so uh, and we must not uh, 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 shy away from that and we must declare and condemn that for what it is number one number two the systems as i've said they've set up the systems and it was not always this way and the reason that the system is bleeding is because of corrupt and incompetent individuals within these institutions. It is not bleeding by mistake. It is purposefully bleeding uh, uh, so that they're able to siphon funds out. So let us deal with corruption. Let us deal with crime. Uh, but we can't say while we are still waiting to deal with corruption and crime that the poor must suffer. Uh, although NSFAS, by the way, they, 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 they denied that they had been paying 158,000 ghost students. Uh, but we know for a fact that the system is bleeding. Whether it is to the tune of 158,000 students or not, it is a fact that the system is bleeding and that there are people who are benefiting from the system which they should not. And you are saying they should deal with that, working with the SIU, working with the Hawks, working with everyone. Uh, 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 they must deal with that. NSFAS is, is not the only social a partner in South Africa. There are many other social partners who are not paying uh, to the tune of 50 billion rand. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, yes, about 43 billion rand co students. So it does not have to be the case. Let it just be sorted out. Are you seeing changes? You're finding articles back in April of last year saying that there were IT system flaws uh, and that's resulted in overpayments, underpayments, those ghost students that they denied. Are you seeing changes or is it still, as you say, people still not getting money or people getting too much money? The changes that we have seen, there has been changes, but the changes that we have seen for the most part, especially last year, maybe I must break it down very quickly in a few seconds, Pre-2020, between uh, 2016 and 2019, in fact, between 2016 and 2019, uh, we saw, and 2018, we saw some of the the scheme was basically at its knees, and we saw a great turnaround between 2019 and 2021, uh, up to the beginning of 2022. There was a sense amongst everyone that the scheme had been turning around in terms of governance and being able to carry out also its mandate. Then from 2022, every word was supposed to be a systematic improvement really took everything down and things are just collapsing. So everything since then, since the beginning of the year last year, has really just been a mess after mess. Uh, and whatever systems have been put in place to try and improve the system have only made it worse. As I am said, it is the first year ever that we were had students almost 10 percent of all beneficiaries from may up until the end of the year not having received a single allowance you can imagine the crisis that would have caused so for the last years i'm saying there's not been much improvement and the system seems to be failing uh, and we don't put uh, the blame squarely here 
only on NSFAS. We also put it on the department uh, because this is an entity of the department. It can be that uh, 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 the department is letting uh, the entity to collapse like this. We have said time after time, even in our statements, we have identified weaknesses systematically and administratively at NSFAS, and we have told them that these are the issues, these are the issues. Those issues have still not been dealt with. Right now, you, they said that the current service providers uh, that, that were, were appointed illegally, the person who was spearheading that process is now the acting CEO, a useless man of note. So the, the, the incompetence is rife there. You can walk in there to one day and do a walkabout. You will take you five minutes to see that mm. that place is filled with incompetent clowns. Uh, Asive, uh, uh, you, you want to, or you're urging 2024 applications to get in as soon as. Don't wait for your results. Tell us about that. Yes, yes, yes. That's very important. We are saying to prospective students and current students, they must apply uh, 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 before uh, their results come out because most matriculants have been waiting for their results to come out to see whether they passed or not to apply. We're saying that will be too late. They will only be left with a week to apply. And knowing the system, uh, I can promise you, John, you can give me a call then. The system will crash mm-hmm. because... Yeah. They, don't, they don't have the capacity and as fast so the system will crash and if, because everyone will be applying at the same time so we're saying they must apply now there's nothing in the implication that requires you to know your results you apply just using your ID number mm-hmm. uh, and that of your parents that's all that is required so they must apply now and not wait for that time uh, 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 before uh, the system crashes we are currently can guarantee you that on the 20th uh, that system is going to crash Asiva Dlanjwa, thank you very much. South African Union of Students National Spokesperson.